WVOW Local News, now. Logan Municipality is applying for a $500,000 federal grant with the help of an Ohio-based advocacy group. I'm Bob Fields. More on this story ahead. This is WVOW News. Don't let aches and pains put you on the sidelines. Lingering pain from aging or injuries can impair your ability to move and take the fun out of everyday activities. Let Logan Regional Medical Center get you back in the game. Take a joint pain assessment at loganregionalmedicalcenter.com slash orthopedics to find out how we can help alleviate pain, increase mobility and range of motion, and get you back to living your life to a its fullest. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well, live well. That's why we're here. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Thursday edition of the show, we'll have the details on Marshall's game with James Madison from Wednesday night. Jermaine Lucier will be here from Gizmodo.com in the 3 o'clock hour. Amy Smith on the financial markets. Now that the NVIDIA numbers are in, what's next for the markets? And Kevin Kinder on the Mountaineers and more at 533. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, and our app and our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. WVOW 1290 AM. Recent meetings between the councils of Logan, Mann, and Chapmanville included the discussion of a potential partnership. Ohio-based public funding lobbying firm, the LNE Group, is working with Logan County to draft the federal grant application. Last March, LNE Group President Lee Weingart approached Mayor John Feckety of Mann with a proposal of $50,000 private grant from T-Mobile. The resulting project was established to help grow women-owned businesses in Mann. With that project in the works and the applications submitted, Lee told WVOW News on Wednesday he started to look at a bigger picture. And so we approached um, the Hatfield McCoy Convention Visitors Bureau and Mann and the city of Logan and one other city which opted uh, not to participate and talk about some federal funding um, using a process that used to be called earmarks Earmarks is a federal program which funds local development projects. The proposal received quick and unanimous support from three out of the four entities. Chapmanville, however, didn't agree to the fee. With $10,000 no longer on the table from the Chapmanville Town Council, Lee says that the boat still sails for Logan, Mann, and the Visitors Bureau. I know that I got a note from Mayor McNeely afterwards and he wasn't very happy with um, with Chapmanville not deciding to move forward. I mean, I think... You know, this is, there's always a risk involved when you are going for grant funds because there's no guarantee that even if we write a wonderful application and we are excellent lobbyists, which we are, that we're going to get funding. So I think there's maybe some conservative tendencies not to want to risk money, even though the chance to get a lot more money we think is pretty good. So uh, based on your track record and based on your experience with, with, with Chapmanville having turned down the proposal, and, and the, the, again, the proposal was for $10,000 from each municipality uh, to be put forth uh, for a, uh, an application for $500,000 to be distributed amongst those municipalities. Yeah. Is there a way forward for this application, or is it pretty much dead in the water? Oh, no, no, it's going forward. We just reduced our fee by $10,000. So now it's going to be the Convention Visitors Bureau... Logan and Mann, so they're going to be paying 10 each, 30, instead of the 40 when we had Chapmanville involved. The good news for those three uh, participants is they're going to get more money if we're successful. So instead of getting 125000 they'll get 166000 each. So, you know, we just, I think I think it's a great project. Love to have had Chapmanville in it, but they didn't want to participate, so we just reduced our fee and excluded them from the project. We're fine with the fee that, that we are getting from the three participants, and we'll work just as hard as if we had four in the game. 
And Lee's not done. The L&E group is looking at several projects in southern West Virginia. They're working with Southern Regional Community and Technical College at all of their campuses to get funding for updates to both infrastructure and curriculum. According to Lee, the group is working on a grant for Swivik's Lincoln campus to establish a technical education program with Lincoln High. The program would give students the opportunity to earn credits towards an associate's degree while still in high school. Uh, and then we will also do um, another project for Southern, probably on the Williamson campus with the old armory building that they have there. So you know, we're going to be going big in Southern West Virginia. Um, I'd love to do another project in Williamson. Uh, there's a field house there, as you probably know, historic field house where Jerry West played basketball. That one would be a perfect project for a program called Save America's Treasures, which is a $500,000 grant to help renovate historic buildings. I haven't gotten confirmation yet from the folks in Williamson about it, but it would be another really good project. And we'll continue looking for them. You know, we're not limited. We can do a lot of projects. And, um, you know, this is Senator Manchin's last year in office, and we hope that he'll want to invest some of his federal funding in Southern West Virginia. Uh, and then, of course, we work very closely with Senator Capito as well. So I like Southern West Virginia. I think there's a great need. The folks on there are wonderful, and they are certainly deserving of federal support. Lee assured that he will continue to update WVOW News as the LNE group continues along the path towards the goal of polishing up the coal fields. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device with the WVOW mobile app. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. We are looking for warmth today, but windy with 30 mile an hour wind gusts and showers kicking in, especially late. We'll have rain overnight. We'll look for about 46. For Friday, we have just a brief shower early in the morning, then a gap when it's 55, and then a little late day shower. Actually, that could change into snow by Saturday morning. I don't think it sticks. 40 degrees cold, though, a raw day with some snow showers, and then we're right back to the mid-50s and sun Sunday. A 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Hi, Toppy Kirchable from Tuckline on Metro News. We invite you to join us weekdays, 10.06 till noon, to keep up on what's happening in West Virginia. And remember, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, we broadcast live from the AARP broadcast location in the upper rotunda of the state capitol. It's where you find out what's happening in West Virginia. Talk line weekdays at 10.06 on this Metro News radio station. WVOW 1290 AM.